the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast, your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 24th of November, let's begin with updates from the city. Opposition leader R. Ashoka accused the ruling Congress of widespread corruption, alleging a 60% commission government in the state. He referenced a video featuring CM Siddharamaya's son as evidence, criticizing the Congress for delaying payments to contractors while unearthing large sums of unaccounted cash. Ashoka asserted BJP's non-involvement in commission deals and urged immediate aid for drought-hit farmers. In other headlines, the JDS has complained about alleged Congress miscreants who displayed posters targeting party leader H.D. Kumaraswamy across Bengaluru. Concerned about the potential disruption of peace and harmony in the city, JDS leaders met with the Bengaluru Police Commissioner providing names and urging strict action against those defaming Kumaraswamy. The posters emerged following an FIR against him for unauthorized power usage during Diwali, for which Kumaraswamy paid a fine of 68,526 rupees, attributing responsibility to the electricity contractor. In some more news, Health Minister Dinesh Gundurao announced the Anemia Mukta Paushtika Karnataka Action Plan, aiming to reduce women aged 15 to 49 affected by anemia from 47.8% to below 30% by 2030. The plan, with a budget of Rs 185.74 crores, focuses on screening, testing and treating individuals across six pillars, starting with adolescent screening in December. The initiative targets 1.7 crore children aged 5 to 19 by February 2024, gradually encompassing pregnant women, lactating mothers and others. Up next, during a recent surprise visit to Bengaluru, the National Commission for Protection of Child Rights discovered two non-existent non-profits that had received funds for child care. Despite being registered for caring for over 100 children, these entities were not found at their registered addresses. The NCPCR plans to issue notices and blacklist these NGOs and conduct a comprehensive audit across the state to ensure compliance with regulations and adequate facilities for children. Now on to other news, several train services including the KSR Bengaluru Devanahalli MEMU Special, Devanahalli Yalahanka Kempagarda International Airport Halt MEMU Special and others stand cancelled from both directions until November 29th. The cancellation is due to ongoing work for the suspension of roads 4, 5 and 6 in the Bengaluru Cantonment Yard. These efforts aim to widen platforms 2 and 3 and construct foot over bridge number 3, connecting all platforms as announced by the railways. Moving on, Manjula N, a 2002 batch IAS officer currently serving as Secretary of the Kannada and Culture Department, has been appointed as the Interim Managing Director of Karnataka's Railway Infrastructure Development Company, K-Ride. This decision effective immediately is temporary until a regular Managing Director is appointed as announced by the Department of Personnel and Administrative Reforms. With only one corridor under initial groundwork, the project's completion deadline has been extended to 2028. Meanwhile, the Karnataka Forest Department initiated a unique study on the future of wildlife conservation in Bandipur Tiger Reserve's eco-sensitive zone. Researchers found a slightly higher demand for ecological resources than supply in the area. The ESZ, acting as a buffer for wildlife and human habitats, faces challenges due to human activities. The study, conducted by environmental experts, revealed an ecological footprint surpassing the available biocapacity, signifying potential sustainability challenges, requiring immediate attention to prevent resource degradation. On a different note, Bengaluru gears up for the inaugural Kambala Buffalo Race from coastal Karnataka on November 25-26 at the Palace Grounds, organizers confirmed. 
chairperson Prakash Shetty emphasized the community's desire to introduce Kambala to a broader audience, propelled by the interest sparked by the Kannada movie Kantara. 139 pairs of participating buffaloes have already departed for Bengaluru with sponsorship of their stay and food provided by former minister H.D. Revanna. National News Moving on to the national news, former advisor to the Prime Minister's office, Bhaskar Kulbe, estimated the Uttarakhand tunnel collapse rescue to conclude in 12 to 14 hours, including a three-hour extraction period for the 41 trapped workers. This marks the first time a time frame has been announced. Kulbe detailed the challenges faced. Post-rescue plans are in place, ensuring comprehensive assistance for the workers who have been trapped for 12 days. Meanwhile, the Supreme Court is set to review petitions seeking reconsideration of its October 17 judgment, refusing legal recognition to same-sex couples, scheduling the consideration for November 28. The review involves a plea for an open court hearing and the addition of a new judge to the bench due to a retired judge. The previous judgment was split 3-2, denying recognition to same-sex marriages and civil unions. In more news, the Trinamool Congress lawmaker Mahua Moitra's controversy sharing login details with businessman Darshan Hiranandani to directly post parliament queries prompted the Lok Sabha Secretariat to alter the digital sunset portal access protocols. Personal assistants PAs can now only save notices as drafts. MPs must submit them. The changes include blocking notice posting on PAs accounts and a revised OTP process for MP submissions, according to several reports. Shifting our focus, Mizoram will enforce a comprehensive prohibition on firecrackers and fireworks during Christmas and New Year celebrations, aiming for a pollution-free environment. In a meeting led by State Chief Secretary Renu Sharma, officials and community leaders agreed to discourage the use and sale of these items, emphasizing a pollution-free atmosphere. Mizoram, a Christian-majority state, previously imposed bans on such materials during festive occasions and various religious festivals for security and environmental reasons. In a general weather update for the country, Delhi experienced its coldest day of the season as northwesterly winds caused the mercury to drop to 10.6 degrees Celsius, a degree below the normal. The IMD anticipates a similar minimum temperature of around 10 degrees Celsius this week with no further decline likely. The effect of these cold winds was evident in the maximum temperature settling at 25.7 degrees Celsius. IMD forecasts potential drizzles in parts of Delhi on November 27th due to a western disturbance. International news. Turning our attention to international news, Pakistan, through its envoy to Moscow, Muhammad Khalid Jamali, has applied for BRICS membership in 2024 and is looking to Russia for support in the accession process, stated Russia's TASS news agency. As BRICS is set to expand next year under Russia's presidency, Pakistan seeks inclusion among the group's six new members. Islamabad aims to contact member nations for backing during Russia's presidency in joining the organization. In ongoing news, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, during the virtual summit led by Indian PM Narendra Modi, indirectly addressed the importance of upholding the rule of law as per his office's statement. Trudeau emphasized coordinated G20 action on international law without specifically mentioning Modi hosting the summit. He refrained from directly addressing the reported threat to the life of SFJ's Gurpatwant Pannun, mentioning ongoing collaboration with allies including the US. In a recent development, South Korea suspended a section of the 2018 military pact with North Korea after Pyongyang launched a spy satellite despite warnings. This suspension increases military monitoring along the tense border. Pyongyang claims success with the satellite launch showcasing images of leader Kim Jong-un, observing satellite functions including images over U.S. military sites in Guam. The G7 and foreign ministers urged a strong international response to the launch. 
In some other news, Kentucky Governor Andy Beshear declared a state of emergency in Rockcastle County after a multi-car train derailment resulted in a chemical spill. The governor's office confirmed the evacuation of at least one home, urging more evacuations. Bashir emphasized assessing state resources for safety and urged people to avoid the area, allowing officials to respond. The train carrying hazardous material derailed, prompting evacuation advisories and raising environmental concerns. Business news. Let's now look at some business stories. RBI Governor Shaktikanta Das referred to the recent tightening of unsecured lending norms as a proactive measure for sustainability during the FIBAC 2023 conference. The RBI increased risk weights of consumer credit and restricted Bajaj finances lending. Thus highlighted exclusions for certain loans and emphasized governance strengthening, risk management and stress testing for supervised entities. He also noted India's vulnerability to food price shocks despite recent price moderation. In more business news, Tata Technologies 3043 crore rupees IPO has garnered over 8 times subscriptions, signaling a robust demand on its second day. Specializing in engineering and technology services for industries like automotive and aerospace, the IPO places Tata Technologies valuation at rupees 20,283 crores at the upper price band of rupees 475 to rupees 500. Shares are expected to be credited on December 4th and listing on BSE and NSE may occur on November 28th. Next up in some tech news, Adobe has acquired Bengaluru-based Rephrase.ai, an AI-driven video creation platform as per an internal memo. The takeover aims to fuse Rephrase's tech and generative AI video tools with Adobe's Creative Cloud, enhancing video editing services. Sources expect this deal to boost Adobe's AI video content provision. Most of Rephrase's team will join Adobe, marking Adobe's first acquisition in generative AI and video tools and Rephrase as the first Indian startup acquired by Adobe. Moving on, Honasa consumer shares surged 20% following Mama Earth's parent company's robust quarterly profit report. Honasa stocks hit the upper circuit at 423.75 rupees at 10:02 a.m. IST. Their quarterly profit nearly doubled to 294.4 million rupees, that is 3.54 million dollars compared to last year, driven by increased volume and higher margins. Jeffries analysts expect strong revenue growth and improved profitability, maintaining their buy rating. In market news for today, the Sensex dipped by 24.00 points or 0.04%, closing at 65,999.24, while the Nifty slipped 17.90 points or 0.09% to reach 19,793.90. Among stocks, 1,726 showed gains, 1,429 saw losses, and 101 remained unchanged. The Indian rupee lost its early gains and weakened due to demand from importers and selling pressure exerted by FIIs. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. The long-awaited rivalry between Ranbir Kapoor and Bobby Deol's intense characters unfolds in the gripping trailer of Animal that dropped on social media. Packed with raw intensity, the trailer swiftly shifts from intense to violent, showcasing Ranbir's brutal portrayal, wielding knives, axes, and guns. Anil Kapoor's character is implicated in Ranbir's violent transformation due to a turbulent upbringing. Also starring Rashmika Mandanna, Animal hits theaters on December 1st. In news from Hollywood, actor Jamie Foxx faces fresh allegations of sexual assault involving a lawsuit filed by an anonymous woman known as Jane Doe. 
She accused Fox of assaulting her at a New York City rooftop restaurant in 2015, also naming the restaurant its staff and co-founder Mark Birnbaum as defendants. This isn't Fox's first harassment accusation. Fox faced other controversies this year, including hospitalization and backlash over an Instagram post deemed anti-Semitic. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, Naga Chaitanya's streaming debut Duta unveiled its trailer recently. Directed by Vikram Kumar, the series features Parvati Turuvottu, Prachi Desai and Priya Bhavani Shankar. The gripping trailer offers a glimpse into journalist Sagar's life, where mysterious predictions of accidents turn his world upside down. The series delves into consequences and introspection, challenging Chaitanya's comfort zone and offering thought-provoking storytelling. The web series will stream from December 1st on Prime Video. Spooler Sports In sports news, Rajasthan Royals' Devdat Padikal has been traded to Lucknow Supergiants, while Avesh Khan has moved to the Royals. Padikal, who joined RR in 2022, heads to LSG for his existing fee of INR 7.75 crores. Avesh, who played for LSG in 2022 with 26 wickets, joins RR for his fee of INR 10 crores. Gautam Gambhir's departure from LSG to KKR was confirmed, marking his reunion with Kolkata Knight Riders as a team mentor. In more sports updates, Venezuela condemned Peru over a contentious football match, accusing Lima of hindering its national team's departure by denying refueling for their aircraft. The dispute sparked after a 1-1 draw in a 2026 World Cup qualifier. Venezuelan players alleged Peruvian police assaulted them as they greeted fans after the match. Venezuelan officials called Peru's actions kidnapping and accused them of xenophobia, while flight delay reasons were cited as administrative by the airport operator. Wrapping up sports news, Australia staged a remarkable rally, overcoming the Czech Republic 2-1 in the Davis Cup, securing a semi-final against Finland. Alex Dimenor's thrilling comeback, winning 4-6, 7-6, 7-2, 7-5 against Giri Leheka, saved Australia after Tomas Mashak defeated Jordan Thompson. The Wimbledon 2022 doubles champions Matthew Ebden and Max Purcell sealed the win with a 6-4, 7-5 victory, preserving Australia's quest in the competition. Bengaluru Buzz. Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Get ready for a musical evening as Westlife, the sensational Irish cover boy band known for chart toppers, Swear It Again and World of Our Own, is set to perform live in concert at the Embassy International Riding School, Tarun Hunse Village on the 25th of November at 6pm. Catch popular comics Manish Jain and Pronoy Chowdhury as they headline their latest stand-up special, IIT or Pharma, performing live at the Ministry of Comedy, Koramangla 4th Block on the 26th of November at 7.30pm. Immerse yourself in an exclusive sound bath workshop and reconnect with your inner being through Zen breathing techniques, happening at Sama, the Calm Mind Studio, Whitefield on the 25th of November at 6.30pm. Join an exclusive pottery painting workshop and enjoy a relaxing art session conducted by ACE experts, happening at Small World Estibet Koromangla on the 26th of November at 3pm. You can also catch the incredible Manoj Bandhari in his latest outing performing live at Just Bangalore Brigade Road on the 25th of November at 5.30pm. Bengaluru weather. And finally, the weather in Bengaluru. Bengaluru can expect partly cloudy skies with no rain. Temperatures will reach a high of 28 degrees Celsius and a low of 20 degrees Celsius, offering pleasant conditions. The maximum heat index could reach 31 degrees Celsius, typical for light winds and shaded areas. That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute Podcast for today. I'm Anupama Rajaratnam. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow the Bengaluru Commute Podcast on your favorite podcast and player. 
and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast Skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast.